What is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to yet another episode of the GX Gamers Cast, episode number three, motherfuckers. Thank you so much for listening. If you have, uh, if you have not checked out the other episodes, they're timeless. They're all-time classics. I've I've been given awards and and numerous amounts of money for my for my dedication uh, to podcasting and my just downright uh, charming uh, performances and uh, just being so goddamn lovable. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for hitting that like button. I love that. I'm seeing you guys are downloading this uh, this podcast. It's just making me very happy. I'm a very happy panda right now. Um, yeah, dude, we got a big game on, on, on deck today. You probably see it in the title. Um, people that know me, that might have known my career on YouTube, you might know that I might have a thing or two to say about this game. This was a fucking huge game in my life of YouTube and uh, my online multiplayer persona. Uh, we'll get to it in a second here, but first things first, let's talk about let's talk about what I've been doing lately. Uh, not a whole hell of a lot. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm just kind of pounding out podcasts right now. I'm trying to get a little cachet going. So just in case if anything bad happens, I got some some backup podcasts that I could just throw out there and these gamer ones are, are great because it's just me talking about a video game the other ones I can't do because hockey is I'm trying to do up to the up to the minute uh, news and whatever and then wrestling is a week in review so I can't just you know I got to be on top of that shit so these ones are great just if I'm in a good fucking mood like I am right now and I just feel like talking about video games I could bang these out, no problem. Uh, the only thing that I won't have in, in maybe every episode, which I wouldn't anyway, because I don't play new games every single week, uh, but I will have a recommendation for you every single week. So let's get into that right now. So this week's recommendation. Last week, if you didn't get the recommendation, the recommendation was a movie. Last week, I recommended the movie uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. If you watched that movie, tell me how much you loved it and, and tell me how much you want to thank me for recommending that movie to you. You're welcome very much. It was great, wasn't it? Absolutely phenomenal movie. I want to watch it again. I want to watch it right now. I might. Um, but this week's recommendation is, in fact, a video game. So that's great. Uh, this week's uh, video game recommendation is a video game that I recently beat. I recently platinumed and uh, played on my PlayStation 5, but that's not the only place you can get it. Have you guessed the? Oh, I'll give you another. I'll give you another clue. Maybe you can guess the game. It's an indie game. Did you get it? Did you get it? Did you get it? Nope. All right, that game is Chicory, a colorful tale. Wow. Okay. So I've had this game in my library for quite a bit. Uh, but I was listening to, I think it was PS I Love You, and they've been talking up this game a lot on there. And I, I dipped in, I bought it, because it's just an indie game, so it wasn't very expensive. I think I got it for like 19 bucks or something. I think it's $25 regular. It's not a very expensive game. And uh, dude, wow, what a game. What a game. I, I liked it out of the gate. But uh, I ended up just loving it by the end, dude. Like, it's a, a beautiful story about, again, this is kind of another uh, mental health uh, kind of story where, you know, they're just trying to encourage. It's just a story about encouraging yourself, uh, thinking good about yourself, you know, just good things that you need to just, you know, remind yourself of sometimes. But um, the story was really beautiful. Uh, I think I cried. I don't think I don't know if I cried. I definitely maybe I got choked up a little bit because it's it's a very nice story. It's very cute. Um, it's uh, let's try and describe what the game is. So basically, it's like um, an old Super Nintendo uh, Legend of Zelda game, but instead of 
instead of having a sword and like magic, you're you're going around with your brush, and the world has lost all of its color, and you're going around and you're refilling the world with color, and uh, you have uh, this your. I don't know, it's, she's kind of like your teacher, friend. Uh, her name is Chicory. She's kind of lost all hope in herself, doesn't believe that she was ever a good artist and all this stuff, and you go around. Uh, you take over her job as uh, the, the, the world color filler. You fill, your, your job is to fill the world with colors uh, in, in your own style. And, um, yeah, if you're into art or even if you're not into art, like, I'm not an art guy. I used to like art when I was very, very, very young. But um, you just you you could draw uh, whatever you want. You can color in things any way you want. There's uh, all these different tools for creating things, uh, all the different colors. Um, it's a very good collectathon if you like collecting things. This is one of the, I'm not even I don't like collectathons, but this one was one of the most satisfying collectathon games I've ever played. Uh, it takes it's one of those games that you're you're gaining new powers as you go through the game, right? Uh, you, you'll, you'll beat a boss, you'll get a new power, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, I can go here, and I can I can do this now, and then, oh, you get all these rewards, you're getting constant, you're, you're finding litter, which is which is a collectible, you're finding these lost kittens that are around, another collectible, uh, presents are all around, you're getting all these clothing options, you can change your outfits, and like, it's got a lot going for it, man, and on top of a very beautiful great story the characters are immensely charming dude like oh my god every character that you meet they're just they're filled to the brim with charm like the game just has so much of that 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 crucial charm that people just you know try so hard to get and they just can't get it but this game is just chock full of charm it's very very fun the boss battles are meh but like it's not about the combat and the boss battles the boss battles are what they are uh, you get to go to these like art classes, which was like the highlight of the game for me. You go to these art classes and every class is like a different challenge. They'll give you like, okay, here's this picture, draw that. And like one picture was literally like the most artistically beautiful, uh, realistic horse. And they're like, draw that. I'm like, I don't stand a chance. And I drew the most ugly horse of all time. They're like, that's beautiful. And then they put it up in like the museum and they'll put your art up around the world and you're finding it and people are discovering it. It's, it's just fucking awesome. Okay. I highly recommend this game. I would give it an eight and a half out of 10. This was a great game. Uh, it starts out a little bit slow, but a lot of these, but it, it, it gives you so much reward. There's so much reward going around looking in this game. The world is not very big. It's not very big. And you have to go around, like you're going around back and forth to these places using your new powers your new abilities you'll get a new ability that like allows you to you can run you can swim across the water now with your paint there's you can get a jumping ability there's great puzzles in this game some of them like really stumped you uh it's pretty funny like the characters are funny there's like you can call your parents on uh there's like pay phones all throughout the world and they they're used as like hints you can call the phone and you'll talk to your mom and she'll give you like a light hint and then after you see like your dad's hand like come in and then they'll ask you if you want like a fucking hey dummy here's what to do next kind of hint and then your dad will come on and then he'll just tell you okay this is what you gotta do bam 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 do that go this way do that do this and i'm like wow okay this is i never had to look anything up on the internet because your dad just lays it down for you so good uh 
fucking hell of a game, man. Like I said, I give it an eight and a half out of ten. It's a great game. Highly recommend it. It's a it's a no brainer. Like if it's a cheap cheaper indie game i don't think you'll be disappointed but check out some gameplay on it just in case you know if you're really you're really worried about it it's extremely charming i i'm not huge on these style games but this one fucking was a home run for me if i did have to recommend you get it if you have a nintendo switch try and get it on your nintendo switch because it's on the switch i uh i i got it on my ps5 i enjoyed it a lot on the ps5 i just think if you're able to get the touch screen with the Switch, I think that's going to be your best way to play it. So if you have a Nintendo Switch and like 20 bucks lying around, give yourself give yourself a treat and go out and buy a Chicory, A Colorful Tale. You will love it. All right, let's move on to the meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes time. Now, if you saw title, saw the title, look up, look at the title. Pull out your phone, pull out your computer, whatever. I don't... Do people listen to podcasts just on a computer? Would you just sit there and listen to a podcast? I don't know. You do you. I don't care. I'm not judging. You just listen to it and, and like it and whatever you have to do. Just like it. Um, meat and potatoes. Title card. Modern Warfare. Call of Duty. Everybody Call of Duty. Modern Warfare 2. Holy fuck, man. Jesus. What can I say about this goddamn game? I don't even know. I wish I could find my phone. Then I could... Uh, there it is. This game, dude. Oh, my God. This game, like, was... Oh, God, this was a big one for me and the boys in high school back in the day. Um, I, I, the, the night this game came out, uh, we, we were at the midnight launch for it, of course, uh, along with a, a, a big old group of, of people uh, camped out in front of the Future Shop at the time it was called. Here in Canada, we used to have Future Shop. We're all camped out in front of there. It was me, my buddy Kyle, uh, buddy Josh. I think, uh, where's Josh? Yeah, me. I think that was it. Chris, Chris. I don't know if both Chris's. There people. People were with us. Okay, I had friends back then. We're all camped out. We got there pretty early. I think I was thirteenth in line. So we're definitely there pretty early, man. We're there. It was it was bright out, and we're ready to camp out for the for the night and wait until midnight and get this motherfucking game, because um, we were all absolutely without a doubt addicted to call of duty man the call of duty frenzy at this time in my life and with my friends in high school everyone was so fucking addicted to call of duty man call of duty was the biggest thing and this game was so fucking hyped up dude like i don't know which one was more hyped up overall i like halo 3 or modern warfare 2 for me personally, it was Modern Warfare 2 because uh, I was. It was only like me and my buddy Cal who played Halo 3. I'll do a video on. I'll do a. I do a podcast. I do a podcast, not a video. I'll do a podcast on Halo 3 one day. But uh, it was mostly just you know that one wasn't as big of a hit with all my friends as it was Modern Warfare 2. Um, but I was coming off of a. I was a Halo guy at first, but then I got. I shifted over to Call of Duty, and like yeah, I was 100%. On the hype train for this game, I mean, the, the trailers were so fucking cool. We're getting introduced to these insane new kill streaks, the nuke, the fucking pave low, the, the, the goddamn Chopagana, I mean, the Huey, come on. It was so fucking cool. We got a new campaign, and they get this new mode called Spec Ops. We'll talk about it all. 
But let's get back to that night in question, the night of the midnight release. So we're all out there. We're camping out. We got our chairs. It's getting dark out. We're getting a little impatient. It's starting to get a little cold, right? Because I think this game came out in fucking November. So it's starting to get cold. Uh, my buddy at the time, he had his van and uh, I had my truck. I think we're, we must have been, I guess, I'm guessing we're probably 16, 17 at the time. And um, my buddy was like, oh, let's go get, you know, someone's got to go out and get some food. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'll go. So my buddy gives me his keys to his van so I can bring more people because I only had a truck that didn't carry very many. Um, so we hop in the minivan. We fucking rip down to Timmy Ho's and uh, we get some food. And, um, uh, you know, I've never driven this his van before at this point. So I, and my truck was very loud at the time. Like when you start that truck up, you knew you started that truck up. It was like, and his van was just like, and I didn't I didn't hear it. So like uh, we all got in the car ready to go back and I'm sitting there and I'm just holding the ignition down. And I'm like fucking car won't start what the hell's going on and i'm sitting there i'm holding down the key i'm just holding down and if you're a mechanic you're probably just like shaking your head right now i'm holding and holding and holding and then all of a sudden it goes and just this terrifying just not good not a good sound at all comes just screeching out of this van i'm like oh i guess the van has started thank god kyle wasn't in that van but uh, he knows of the story, and if you if you didn't remember, now you, you might be listening to it now. I'm sorry, Cal. It's okay. It was your parents' van anyway. It's not a big deal. We fucking love that van. Anyway, I go back. We get back. Fucking people are ordering goddamn pizza in the lineup. They're ordering pizzas. We got Tim. We we got Tim Hortons. Everyone's rocking coffees and fucking donuts. It's super Canadian. I remember my buddy had to rock a piss, and he was pissing like next to my truck and like he jumped on my truck it was a fucking wild night okay and then the fucking moment of truth finally comes midnight shows up and before midnight comes out the the future shop people come out and i think it was like the first 20 25 people got some fucking shit i think i got like a keychain a head head a, a very shitty headset uh the movie rescue dawn don't don't ask i don't know i watched it once it's a pretty decent movie actually with christian bale and uh I don't think we got much else. Uh, nothing that cool. But anyway, we all go in. It's fucking insane. Everyone's getting their copies of the game. I finally get mine. And dude, I shit you not. Like, it was a fucking mob to get out of that place. Like, getting out of there, it was legitimately fucking scary. And uh, my buddy Kyle, he's sitting there. And he's, he's fucking working the phones with his parents. And I'm like, uh-oh, Kyle's fucking working out a deal with his parents. This kid fucking ends up convincing his parents to get him the Call of Duty Xbox bundle, the Elite Xbox, uh, dropping cash, he gets the fucking headset, dude dropped like, I don't know, what was it, man, you tell me, five, six, seven hundred dollars, parents fucking load this kid up, and we're all outside at this, I think he was last, because he was getting all this shit together, and he was last, so like, me and the, me and the homies are in the car waiting, and uh, we see him come out and like it does look concerning like he comes out he's got the big new elite xbox with the call of duty the headset and people look like they were going to jump him i don't know if i i've been in your shoes kyle when i got my ps5 um but that was legitimately probably a very scary moment for my buddy there and uh yeah dude it was intense it was a very intense night that just goes to show how rabid everyone was to get their hands on this fucking game and dude we fucking went home we played the shit out of that game that night we all got online i think i think that was the one where it actually worked out good because most of the other times we did this like all the servers were fucked up that night and like you couldn't get on but i think we all got on we played the shit out of this game till like late 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 in the morning 
late into the night, whenever, and we all fuck. I skipped school. I know I fucking skipped school the next day. I played the shit out of this fucking game. I went to work. I was working at a grocery store at that time, and like my uh, supervisor, my boss, whatever, he knew about the game, and I went into work that week, and I was only working like, I don't know, like a 4 p.m. till 8 p.m. shift, just a little baby shift, and uh, I show up to work, and he's like, oh, dude. Did you get the did you get the new Call of Duty? I'm like, yeah, dude, I got it. It's so fucking good. He's like, oh, that's awesome, bro. You want to go home and play it? I was like, I could have hugged this man. I could have kissed this man on the lips. I was so fucking happy, dude. I fucking, I ran out of that place. I ran back home, got on my bike, ran home, played Call of Duty all goddamn night. Went to school the next day, going to work after school. How was your, how was your night? Did you, I was like, dude, I played Call of Duty all night. It's so fucking good. He's like, you want to go home again? I was like, oh my god. I was like, yes, I do. Fucking ran home again. Got to play Call of Duty all night. Well, me and the buddies, we fucking go to school. We're fucking uh, folding up paper airplanes. And we're like, Harrier Strike. And it's like, dude, we are such fucking losers. Such fucking losers. But we were so in love with this game, man. Like, and I know the the, the controversy and the, and the mess behind this game. It was so fucking broken, man. But... Hands down, this is the most fun I ever had with a Call of Duty game, and I played uh, a lot of them, man. Um, I, I started on Call of Duty 4, and I ended around... I, th I feel like the last one that I actually played was World War II. So, yeah, I had a long career, had a long run there with the duty, and uh, this one still stands for me as the one that I... I look back on as having the, the most fun with, even though it was broken. I, I, okay, I'll say this. I also, I had the most fun with it, but I also got the most pissed off. This copy that I have here is not my original copy. I had to get a new one because I fucking destroyed my original copy because I got so pissed off at it. That's, uh, yeah, that's how it went. That's kind of why I don't play those games anymore because I don't like getting that angry when I play video games. So if a video game is doing that to me, I just... You know, I just, I bite the bullet and say, you know what, maybe this one isn't for me, and I just, I move on, dude. I, uh, I'm getting too goddamn old, guys. Get getting too old to play goddamn multiplayer. These kids in their Fortnite and their, their fingers and whatnot, I don't know. They're too agile. I can't keep up. But, uh, boy, howdy, I was ever, was I ever keeping up back in the Call of Duty Modern Warfare for two days, boys? Goddamn. Um, where to start? Where to fucking start? Uh, let's just start with... The not so great. I want to talk about the campaign. So the campaign was whatever, right? It was fine. It was it wasn't bad. I mean, it was not the worst one compared to some of the other ones that come out. Modern Warfare Three, um, but it definitely wasn't Call of Duty Four. Call of Duty Four, hands down, still is the best campaign in Call of Duty that I've ever played. I didn't play Call of Duty Two or Three. I heard good things about Call of Duty Two, but but dude, I mean, Call of Duty Four's campaign was so fucking good. I played through it. I had to have been five or six times now and it's it's just so fucking good and they've been trying to copy that campaign for so many years you can see it in modern warfare 2's campaign they try to get that that kind of gilly in the in the mist style mission and no one's ever gonna have a mission like that good ever again dude gilly in the mist is one of the greatest levels in, in first-person shooter history that was one of the greatest most memorable levels but we're not talking about that we're talking about modern warfare 2 but uh, the campaign was meh, you know, it definitely didn't hit the way that Modern or, uh, Call of Duty 4s did. I didn't play through the campaign that many times, maybe one time for, for a go-through and then another time for achievements or whatever. Uh, it was fine. Uh, the Spec Ops mode was also okay. We had some good times with it. You know, the co-op's co always going to be a good time with your buddies. 
And this was such a great time for me and the homies at that time. You know, this was such a good, uh, I, I mean, if anyone out there is listening to this and you're in high school right now and you're playing video games with your buddies every night, fucking cherish that, dude. Cherish those moments because when you guys all grow up and you all have different jobs, you're living in different places in the world and you got different time zones and different schedules, it's, 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 it's harder. It gets harder and harder the older you get to get all together and play like you used to back in the day. I haven't had a group of, of, of my friends play a game like that ever since, you know, those, these were the golden days of, of multiplayer gaming for me where I can get, you know, we all get off of school at the same time. We all get home at the same time and we're all online at the same time and we can all play together. It was a magical, magical time. So if you're in those, if you're in that golden era right now, you cherish it, my friend. Or, uh, or start getting used to single-player games like I am. I'm a single-player game kind of guy now. I just really like playing single-player. Um, but I'll always look back on these times, dude. Like, obviously. Um, by this time, when we got to Modern Warfare 2, uh, all, me and all my friends were pretty good at it by this time. So we would go on there. Uh, I used to love playing Demolition, man. Oh, my God. I played so much Demolition in this game. Oh, so many de Demolition Nights. We used to destroy. Like, we'd have a full team. Everyone knew their their jobs. We even had one one buddy who was like, he's not very good at it, and he would just do the objectives for us. He would just go out, plant the bombs, defuse the bombs, run out, capture flags for us. He doesn't care about his KD. KD, not craft dinner, meaning kill death ratio. Yeah, we cared about that kind of shit back then. I cared very, very, very much about that. I cared so much about that kill death ratio number. It was fucking insane, dude. And yeah, I was rocking back then. I'm not gonna, I'm not kind of brag, but I was definitely rocking over a two point. I don't know, maybe like a two point two, two point three five KD. So you know, pretty good shit. Good enough for me to start up, you know, the YouTube videos. Uh, I have a ton, a ton of Modern Warfare Two videos on my on my uh, YouTube channel. Gamer GX videos, go check it out if you just happen to want to watch, you want to go back in time and watch some old school Modern Warfare 2 gameplay, go check my shit out, boy, 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 go check it out. I did uh, Road to Commander, never completed it, that's kind of the, the way I do things here on that YouTube channel, I start things and never finish them, but uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to finish stuff now, okay, I'm trying. Uh, that Road to Commander, uh, Road to Commander, if you don't know what that is, it's, uh, you record every single game from level one until you prestige, and that is a lot of fucking games, okay? I think I got to, like, maybe 50-something games, I don't know, I don't, I, it was a lot, but, you know, I didn't even get fucking close. I think, what, it was level, level 70, level 80 to prestige in this one, and it fucking takes forever, goddamn, it takes forever, but yeah, man, back in the day when me and all the boys would get on, we'd rock some demolition. We would fucking spawn trap people like no other. I mean, the spawn trapping in this game was so fucking ridiculous. But I didn't care at the time because I was one of the guys doing it to people. So it made me feel really good. And like some of the weapons in this game, man. Oh, do I have to say it? The ump. The ump silence, bro. Oh my god, who wasn't using that gun? Everyone used that gun. It was so fucking good. The submachine gun that just shot like a rifle. It was so accurate and fucking it could shoot so far and it was so strong. The vector collector. I mean, I had my moment with, with pretty much every submachine gun. Because when I was rocking Modern Warfare 2, I, I love to run and gun. I like to rock like Marathon and... Uh, yeah, just rocking marathon, running around with uh, my submachine guns, getting tight quarters. P90, rock the shit out of that gun. 
uh, fuck, what other guns did they have? Submachine guns. Those were the big ones. I mean, then assault rifles. My baby was the TAR-21. I played so much with that TAR. It was, I know a lot of people didn't like it, but once you mastered that gun, oh, so good. Skull Heitch. Oh my God. Do you remember? I remembered when all the, the British guys started taking over the Call of Duty scene and they're all coming in with a Skull Heitch. Oh, everyone's using the Skull Heitch. Man, that gun was... It had so little burrits, but damn, it was a tight gun. M4, M16. Uh, oh, fuck, what's that one called? The other... Uh, the f Oh, it's right there on the tip of my tongue, dog. Oh, what was that gun called? The other burst one that everyone was using. Oh, I don't remember it, but you... Oh, man, that gun used to piss me off so bad. It was so intense. It was so much stronger than the M16. And the M16 was the gun that, like, really got me going in Call of Duty. Once I got my hands on that motherfucker in COD 4, it was game over, man. That's when I fucking... The, the thing just clicked. Oh, the sniper rifles. Dude, the intervention. Oh, my God. The days, the intervention, the Barrett Fitty Cal. Oh, oh, the quickscopes. Oh, baby. I was never really good at the quickscopes, but damn. Man, those guns. Riot shields were added. Oh, man, the fucking times we'd have. You know, when everyone on your team is just uh, running riot shield and you're just running around pissing everybody off and then everyone figured out you just throw c4 and like that's that oh man the maps what were some of the most amazing maps i mean uh the one with the airplane in the middle uh don't remember but there's one with the broken airplane man i used to fucking crush that one uh man i'm drawing a blank on a lot of the maps but I can remember the Call of Duty 4 maps just because, like, they got recycled quite a few times. So I can remember, like, Crash and Overgrown, which was in Modern Warfare 2. They, they released those as DLC maps later. Uh, man, I'm trying to think of some of the better maps. Oh, oh, what was that airport one? Was it called Terminal? Fuck, man, that map was ridiculous, man. Man, that map was wild. That fucking, the, just the tunnel, where it's just one team, and you could, it's just the tunnel of doom, where you start the map, and just it's just all noob tubes and grenades, and oh, God, I just said noob tubes. Oh, okay, let's talk about some of that shitty shit that was in the online. Commando? Oh, forget about it, dude. The guy, I used to rage so hard on Commando. I still never got that. I still don't get it to this day. Like, how does a knife... How is a knife so much more powerful than a gun in Call of Duty? Like, man, those knives were so strong. Then you have guys like Only Use Me Blade running around out there putting his videos up on call on in in the in the in the internet in the internet YouTube, where this guy would run around literally using only his blade, knifing people, and like the dude was thriving at that time because they had lightweight commando marathon. He was running around so fucking fast, lunging at people 800 feet at a time. It was fucking insane. Like. Just look up on YouTube, like insane Modern Warfare 2 commando lunges, and you're, you'll you'll just get blown away by some of the shit, dude. One man army, uh, noob tubes. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, the noob tubing was, yeah, dude, it sucked. I mean, it, it was really annoying. Um, you know, I, I it was it was bad, but like, you know, yeah, I got mad at it, dude. I definitely got mad, but man, this game was just so much fun. It just seemed that like. I know, like, there's camping, obviously, in all the Call of Duties, but this one just felt like the most chaotic, where it just seemed like more of the community was just more into the run and gun. And, like, even the snipers were running and gunning. They're running around doing quick scopes and stuff. Like, it was ridiculous. It was just such a fast-paced, crazy game. The kill streaks were so fucking insane, man. Ah, oh, the first time I got a Predator missile. Holy shit, dude, that was so fucking cool. And, like, 
and you get those predator missiles sometimes and you just see like the five or six squares all bundled up together and you get that multi-kill and everyone goes fucking banana on the in the party chat oh fuck the god damn get the carrier strike into the chopper gunner oh my god how did it feel the first time you got into one of those chopper gunners like oh my god and you and they used to destroy dude oh my god no one knew what to do when a chopper gunner came you'd sit there get 30 40 fucking kills with one of those things then you get the ac 130 like oh my god like when we found out we can actually use this thing as a kill streak we're fucking blown away if you played call of duty 4 you get a mission in the campaign where you get to use the ac 130 and it was one of the best missions in that game now you can sit there you get 11 kill streak you can use it on people in online multiplayer how fucking cool is that it's fucking unbelievable sadly it wasn't like as effective as the chopper gunner but when that thing was super effective oh my god and then of course the nuke oh buddy man i the nuke i didn't get a lot of nukes i didn't try for nukes very often i just didn't like what it did to my gameplay when i would have the nuke on it would just make me play like a little bitch i would be very campy and just kind of stay in one area just trying my hardest to get the nuke but uh i'm not gonna lie dude the first time i tried to get a nuke i got a nuke i was at it wasn't on my account i was at my buddy josh evans house we we're playing at, at his house on lunch break i was on wasteland and i had a thermal sniper enough said right i mean this was before like people like were aware of cold-blooded and stuff so it was so easy i did it on hardcore uh so i had my cold-blooded and no one could find me i just parked myself by a tree and i was just picking the bitches off boom got my first nuke i have a nuke uh live recorded nuke on my uh on my youtube channel gamer gx videos check it out subscribe hit the like button and uh my buddy kyle also has a recorded nuke while we're playing uh road to commander on my on my youtube channel gamer gx videos go check it out subscribe hit the like button um yeah dude we had so many good times my buddy josh and uh chris they were both insanely good like we were good but these two were like the best by like a lot they played a lot of fucking call of duty and they got nu nukes by the boatloads like boatloads of nukes to get nukes all the time and like yeah i wasn't a big nuke guy i i really like just rocking my predator missile harrier strike and uh rather pavlo or a chopper gunner d depending I don't know. I just get way too upset when, like, you get to a 20 kill streak and then you get killed by a new tube or something. It just fucking, you know, I'd take three years off my life. Just didn't like when that shit happened. Man, what else can what else can I go on with this with this game, dude? Like, the chirping. I mean, there was this one time. There was one time we had these guys that that made it into our lobby. They were literally called God and Jesus. And they had these rainbow lettered uh, gamer tags, and they were running around. We're like, like we didn't know what was going on first. We're in this, we're in this lobby. We're just doing our thing, and we run into these guys, and they were fucking like, just killing everybody. And everyone's like, as, as the game's going on, they're like, oh, here's like, oh no, it's Jesus, let the fuck out. And we're like, what? And then you see Jesus, and you start shooting him, and he's like, no selling, like no damage. And then he just shoots you once with like his weapon, and you get killed. And like, yeah, these dudes were glitching out. They had the game hacked and were just fucking getting obliterated by God and Jesus. We're like, what the fuck is going on? That leads me to another story. Uh, do you guys remember the javelin glitch? Oh my God, that was a moment, wasn't it? Oh my God, dude. So like, I, I never was able to get this glitch to work for me, but the that week there where, where everyone was figuring out this goddamn javelin glitch was the most insane time. Oh my God. So... You get this, you do this glitch, I don't know, 
but it ends up you can uh, you'll explode. You, if you'll run at people and you'll just explode into this massive explosion and kill everything around you. So like more as more and more people started catching on, and <laughs> I remember this vividly. We're on wasteland, which is just like it is what it is. There's this like massive hedge that kind of goes down the middle that kind of separates this massive open wasteland, and then underneath there's like this kind of a a cross section underneath that's like a, a trench and uh, you can you can run underneath and get to the other side and dude man we were watching people running around and you see them running at you with a javelin and you the panic the panic you're like oh shit oh shit i gotta run and it doesn't even matter i have a sniper rifle and like i'm trying to pick this dude off and, it, and he just explodes and you're dead and it was just the visual was so funny back then dude it was so fucking funny and um man this game had its had its fair share of uh overpowered weapons and one that people got their hands on uh pretty early once uh you know the the guys that would play the game for like three days straight and they got to like level uh, i don't know level 67 68 when you finally unlock the the model 1887s oh my god dude before these motherfuckers got nerfed that was the most powerful weapon in the game i think by far you get these things akimbo you got two of them and they're like old school shotguns, like revolve, um, what, is that what they call them? Revolver style shotguns, you know, the, the lever, lever shotgun. And uh, you get two of these bad boys, you, you level up and uh, you unlock the akimbo attachment. You get two of these bad boys and the range on this shotgun, I'm telling you, range on this shotgun is unlike anything that has ever been seen before. Like beyond realistic for a shotgun this and again i'm gonna use wasteland as another another example you could snipe someone on the other side of the map if you line up your crosshairs and you get anything in between that crosshair doesn't matter how fucking far away ugh, dead dead so everyone's running around with these fucking model 1887s and i have to admit that has to be one of the most fun weapons i have ever used Possibly the funnest weapon in its prime to ever use in Call of Duty. When you get that lever action going, you get the... And then you get the other one shot off and the other one's reloading. You get that beautiful sequence going. And you get... Oh my god. And you get a nice streak of just killing motherfucker. It was... It, oh, the satisfaction, man. The shotguns in Modern Warfare 2. This was at a time where shotguns were a beautiful thing they were a fucking sidearm so you could sit there and run into any game you want you can sit there and run in with an assault rifle and a shotgun uh uh a sniper rifle and a shotgun of uh, uh, a submachine gun and a shotgun you can go in you can always have a shotgun at your side and they took that the fuck out pretty quickly because wow oh my god dude the shotguns in modern warfare 2 were so powerful the spaz 12 damn I had my love affair with that motherfucker. Now that thing took a little bit, took a little bit more uh, skill to use because it was a pump-action shotgun, but it also had pretty insane range and just ridiculous damage. Uh, what was the other one they had? I think they did have the striker. Uh, it, no, AA12 was in there. In that game, it wasn't excellent because it was the range was weak and it shot off its, its shots so fast. But in real life, dude, the AE-12 is absolutely the most, one of the most destructive weapons ever built. Are you fucking kidding me? Look up that gun. They also had the Rangers, which was a, a little sawed off shotgun, uh, 
double barrel and you can also akimbo those bad boys i remember my buddies uh they got their hands on those ones pretty early you you unlock those way earlier than the 87s and i remember watching them running around with akimbo those and they were just having a fucking blast i remember being so jealous i was like oh i just want to get to that level and get that gun finally and then you gotta then on top of that you gotta do the challenges to get the fucking attachments unlocked and it's always the last one is the best one which is the akimbo but on top of that, dude, the game also added in uh, a bunch of, uh, what the fuck do you call them? Perks. New perks. Uh, a lot of them were pretty shitty, but they also added in, like, pro versions of the perks. So you use, uh, you use Sleight of Hand for so much, then all of a sudden it becomes Sleight of Hand Pro, and you get an extra ability. It was pretty cool. I liked it. Uh, the problem is that, like, some of them were so much clearly better than the rest. Like, Stopping Power was so amazing. I mean, Sleight of Hand and, and um... What was the other one? Like Dead Silence, something like that. Like that's pretty much you would run that on almost all of them. You might have one or two that's like rocking a um, lightweight and um, marathon so you can do like a capture a flag or something. Oh my god. And the game modes. Like I was saying earlier, we got we got super into demolition, but we also got we got super into search and destroy. So I don't really like search and destroy just because I suck at it, and I like to run and gun, so that just doesn't really mix well with search and destroy. But I had my moments, you know. I can understand the appeal of search and destroy because when you dominate in there, oh my god, it feels so good. I had my I had a few moments there. I think I have one recorded where I had what you would call a clutch in, uh, in Search and Destroy when it's like your teammates all get wiped out and it's like you versus three or four left on the other team and you wipe at, you wipe the, the enemy, te enemy team out and you get the win. That's called a clutch. That is one of the most satisfying fucking things to ever happen. I mean, I've had, I had a couple of those. I remember one vividly on a snow map. And uh, yeah, they were pretty pissed off because I did some cheeky shit. I had hidden a bush and I was just like, uh, that's when I had my headphones where you can like actually hear people back in the day where you can actually hear footsteps like it was basically a cheat code everyone back in the day had their turtle beaches and their astros and yeah dude it was it was fucking good times back when my turtle beaches and you can hear a motherfucker walking at you from like 20 feet away it was it was uh, pretty cheap and then drop shotting man oh god I got so good at drop shotting bitches I still do it to this day uh, not even just in any video game. I still have that mu that muscle memory for drop shotting in my thumb. Like I did it recently in my Resident Evil Let's Play. Like a thing scared me, and I just instinctively did a drop down. I just dropped down. Like I was like, get low, and I can't hurt you if you're low. That's just how it worked, dog. And like, yeah, drop shotting was a big thing. It was kind of frowned upon at the time, but I did it. You gotta do what you gotta do to get those, you know, get those gameplays up on the YouTube. And, man, just so many videos on YouTube I did on Modern Warfare 2. So many fucking goddamn games I played in Modern Warfare 2. And then I did it all again on PlayStation 3. But uh, most of my damage was done on uh, Xbox 360. I honed my craft on the 360. And then I would basically just go over to um, PlayStation with my newly crafted skills. And then make my numbers look really good. I would have, like a high like 2.75 kd on playstation my kd was always higher on on playstation because i was i didn't have like i sucked on xbox for a long time it took me a long time to get good at call of duty online and i'll talk about that when i do a video on call of duty modern warfare 2 because that's where it that's where the journey began folks but uh, i had to talk about modern warfare 2 first just because i got way more stories about it way more memories because I just played it more. I just enjoyed it way more. It was just such a such an important game to me. 
I sadly destroyed my original copy, and I had to apparently pay $44 for a new fucking one, which sucks. But, uh, man, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, that campaign section with the that controversial section in the airport where you kind of just fucking murder everybody in an airport, that was, uh, you know, I remember, like, everyone making a really big uh, thing about it at that time. And I remember playing that, that level... And, like, it didn't bother me at all because I know it's just a video game. And, uh, you know, I, I don't like when the politicians get involved with fucking video games. And they're like, oh, this is going to make everybody kill, kill you know, this game's going to make you kill people. It's like, no, dude. It's, it's, it's not video games that's doing it. It's so many more things. It, like, come on now. Like, you just got to gotta take the easy scapegoat. It's like, oh, kids are playing video games. That must be why everyone in the world's dying. It's like, no, you fucking dumbass. I'm not going to get political on it, but I just remember that that was a big thing at the time. That was a very controversial mission. They did not, um, uh, people were not a big fan of that, but, you know, I had a family that just didn't really give a fuck what I was doing at any time, so I, it was what it was. It didn't make me into a serial killer, as far as I know. Uh, I haven't killed anybody, I promise. Um, such a great game, man. Uh, I did like the campaign. I thought the campaign was good. It was good. It was good, okay? It's just that nothing is ever going to beat the Call of Duty 4 campaign, and uh, I can't wait to talk about that game. Uh, but I think that's all I'm going to talk about for now for Modern Warfare 2. Who knows? Maybe someday I get to talk more about Modern Warfare 2. Maybe there's something I forgot. But um, what'd you guys think? Did you uh, Were you a Call of Duty nut back in the day? Which one did you like the most? Me, personally... Like I said, I think Modern Warfare 2, even though it was probably the most flawed one overall, I think overall it was the most fun that I had. Um, very close with Call of Duty 4. If I just was better at Call of Duty 4, I probably would have liked that one overall the most. But uh, I just think overall with uh, the fact that I had all, all my buddies were into it at the time, we can all get on at any day and all get on together and have a great night of gaming, just dominating everybody. Yeah, it was just such a magical time uh, right there. It was Modern Warfare 2 days, man. Holy fuck. Um, um, if only it had some zombies in it. I mean, Spec Ops was such a just not very great. It was very hard. I remember trying to beat some of those on the on the veteran difficulties. But um, yeah, dude, I really loved Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I don't think I want to score it. I don't like I don't think I don't know how to score a game that's this old. It just doesn't really work. Um all I know is that it's on my, uh, here, I'll give you its ranking. How's about that? We'll do uh, my, what I consider it to be in my rankings of. So this is going to be, I played this on, mostly on 360. So let it, let us see. Top 360 games, where did I have? Holy shit. All right, you guys might not like this, but um, okay. Uh, in terms of my rankings on Xbox 360 games, I have Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 ranked number three. Number three, folks. So is anyone out there like fucking Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 more than I did on Call of, or on uh, on Xbox 360? Now take into, take into account, I'm not going to show you this list. This is very confidential information, this list right here. Because this is all my, my video ideas is all these games right here. So I can't release them. Um, did I do, um, oh, okay, I'm just gonna throw this in there because I didn't throw it in the last video, um, my Rock Band 2, that game, okay, okay, Rock Band 2 ranked overall on my Xbox 360 games, number 
2. Number 2 overall is my second favorite Xbox 360 game of all time. Modern Warfare 2 fell at number 3. Did I do... What was the other game I just did? What was... What the fuck? Oh, PS2 game. Um, I don't think I ranked Grand Theft Auto San Andreas either. So I'm going to rank it here on this show. Just consider it a bonus. So... In terms of my top PS2 games of all time, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas ranks in at number two. That's it. So, uh, yeah, number two for Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Where does it rank in your guys' rankings of favorite games of all time? It's not my all-time list. It's just my all-time list of 360 games. It ranked number three. Yeah. Okay. That's it for the video. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you enjoyed, uh, make sure you hit that that star button or whatever kind of liking button, whatever you know that is. Make sure you hit that thing. If you want to follow this podcast, I would fucking love that shit. I love when you guys follow me. It, it makes me feel good inside. It makes me tender and warm with the hugs and kisses. So, um... On top of that, uh, don't forget, if you guys want to check out some of my Call of Duty Modern Warfare uh, gameplay from 10 years ago, go check out GamerGX videos on YouTube and hit that subscribe, hit that like button, uh, check out all my content, tell your friends, tell your girlfriend, tell your animals, tell your ghost friends, tell the voices in your head, tell anybody, okay? Thank you guys, love you.